0: Devotees from outside Salem are invited to visit the temple project just after lunch, about 2 o'clock. That will be arranged. Please see Gopal Chandra, Prabhu. That would especially be the devotees from Velour. Velour devotees, please go and I'll see what's going on. It's my recommendation that in Velour, the land that's been acquired there, also be developed in a similar way to the way in Salem using natural materials and methods for construction generally everyone thinks this is insane to do this people are so much brainwashed by modern civilization they think that unless you do things with artificialness it must be wrong but there are many advantages to doing it in the old traditional way can you think of any advantages to doing it with cement and concrete and I don't think it's, fast. it's fast? Oh well, yeah, yeah. It's a little faster. It's not that much faster. It's it uh yeah, the only advantage we can think of with the concrete construction is that it's the construction can go somewhat faster. Anyway, uh it's very difficult to convince people about this. So, uh, people have great faith in their eyes, so if you go and see, you might be a little more convinced. And then see the devotees already living in an ashram built in that way, which looks aesthetic. Of course, I think in modern age, people have no idea of aestheticism. So then the most ugly place looks to them the most beautiful. Recently, in America, I was walking past some big government building, and I wondered, why do they have a big pile of garbage outside? It It looks really strange. Then I walked up a little further, and you can see over the entrance of the building it said, Museum of Modern Art. The garbage pile was supposed to be a piece of modern art. Unfortunately, our Devotees are also completely brainwashed by this modern civilization. So we're, we're trying to work on your disease in various ways. Comes the time of death and the Vishnu Dutas come to take you to Vaikuntha and you say, Well, I'm not going unless there's internet there. Internet, air conditioning, I have to have my pet dog, then I'll consider going. Yeah, modern life is insane. I'm just repeating that, just so you can consider it. As Pakti vidyapona Maharaj has quoted as saying, that uh, real civilized life begins in the morning, you pick up a lota, you walk out to the forest, and you pass, and then you wash the lota and the stream, and you bathe in the stream. This is civilized life. That's the first thing in the day. Modern life means you sleep up till 9 o'clock in the morning and then start your day with a cup of coffee. One thing I saw, I think we all saw here, that is uh, evidence of the wrongness of the modern feminism. We, We could see before our eyes this morning. This idea that women, they should have jobs and careers did you see there was this young girl she's maybe 9 years old she was taking around this Harishan Pushpanjali's daughter Who saw that little baby dressed in manipuri skirt her mother's manipuri just completely natural tendency most it's so strange that in the modern world you have to tell girls that actually uh, the, the way they're psychologically arranged that Brahma has arranged them so that they should have children and be mothers. But in, in natural tendency, no one taught this girl that she should look after the little baby. But the natural tendencies. But in the school, they'll, they'll teach her that you should be an airline pilot, you should be a firefighter, you should go and fight in a war, become the prime minister. Or more realistically, for most of them, they end up in some office or factory. I uh, received an email. Email via internet. (laughs) (laughs) The the example is there. We use the the axe. The axe shaft. You have to place a wooden handle on it, so you can cut down the tree. So you take wood to chop the wood. So we use all these modern facilities. But our aim is to establish a sane society. Fight fire with fire. That's the same. And if someone attacks you with guns, and you know, like, uh, bombs and guns, and then what will you do with your kung fu? You have, to, you have to reply with guns and bombs. So we use these facilities, but our aim is not to perpetuate them. So, yeah, anyway, I got, I got an email from a devotee in America, Grihasta devotee, who I like very much, because even though living in America, he and his wife are fully committed to living in Krishna consciousness. Uh, they have several children, five or six, and they're still fairly young. And he himself, being quite well versed in Sanskrit, has trained his elder son, who's about about eight years old now, so his son's also learning Sanskrit, knows so many verses like this. So, uh, he wrote to me about his frustration in dealing with materialistic people, because he works among materialistic people. And... He expressed in his mail that he feels frustrated seeing people who are materially much less intelligent, less intelligent than him. Having uh, all kinds of facilities which he doesn't have, despite his good intentions and his hard work, uh, he finds it difficult to maintain his family. Actually, that's the case for most people in America who have families. Those that bother to have families, they're, they're mostly struggling financially to maintain them. Not only in America, all over the Western world. It's not, they, 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 they say India is a poor country, but most of the, in most of the world, people are just struggling to get by. Anyway, he was expressing that he was afraid he may... Maybe, like, he's becoming bitter and hard, and he related that his father had become so disgusted with people in general that he had just become a hermit. Hermit? Living in, in a. No, in, it means withdrawn. In this context, it means withdrawn from the world. I mean, he didn't mix with people. Uh, I don't now. know if he actually went and lived alone, but he withdrew from. Mixing from intercourse, social intercourse. So I thought of the example of Bhakti and Thakur and Arun Shila Prabhupada. That in their family life, although they were both living among non-devotees and working, they, they were they both had occupations that brought them into contact with a lot of people. Bhaktivinoda Thakur as a magistrate and Śrīla Prabhupāda as a businessman. And although they were very staunch in their Krishna consciousness, but um, people who met them at that time, they they were impressed at what genial people they were. And again I thought, there are not many krihastas like that who are able to mix with others in a genial way, and at the same time maintain their Krishna consciousness very strongly. <coughs> of course, Bhaktivinoda Thakur also had enemies. There were people who were envious of his uh, success in his career. And uh, being a magistrate, you can imagine that there were, you know, many people wouldn't like the judgments he made, so there are many people who disliked him. People who were accustomed to buying their justice, uh, in other words, bribing <laughs> They were not able to do that with Bhakti so they resented that. And Srila Prabhupada had business enemies who did all kinds of nasty tricks on him. And maybe he, you know, business means business, it's so all fair in love and war, so, you know, maybe Prabhupada did similar things, we don't know. But in general, people uh, who knew them at that time, they were impressed by the warmth of their personality. However, practically we see that most of our krihastas who live mixed up with materialistic people, they become influenced by them. And they compromise their Krishna consciousness. Their whole attitude to life is uh, influenced by the people around them. Sangat, sanjayate, karmaha. According to our association, our desires are formed like I was saying most of our devotees they, even even if they read Prabhupada's books which condemns the modern lifestyle based on sense gratification they don't believe it they believe what because all around them they see everyone is enamored by modern civilization and they I guess they just turn off what they see in Prabhupada's books they just don't allow it to be Absorbed into their consciousness. Or they just don't read Prabhupada's books. Or they say that he was out of date, out of touch. Or they say that, uh, well, what he said then doesn't apply now. And in various uh, pious, apparently pious and righteous ways, they uh, blaspheme Prabhupada and uh, pretend to be his followers at the same time. Uh, Yeah, so talking about, uh, yeah, people. Agrihasthas are mostly influenced by the world around them, and adversely influenced, because the world around them is the world of birth and death of forgetfulness of Krishna. So another response for householders living in such a situation is that of the devotee who wrote to me to become cold toward, dismissive toward, materialistic people or the people all around us. He wrote about uh, how maybe I should try to develop compassion. But it's difficult to develop compassion unless you see yourself as distinctly different from others. If we identify with others then we can't feel compassion for them. If we understand that our position is so much better than others by the grace of Guru and Krishna, we're able to practice Krishna consciousness, so we're so much more fortunate than others. If we see that clear distinction, then we're able to have compassion. But if we mix with others as equals, then how can we feel compassion? The Madhyam, or Middle level devotee, he sees the Supreme Lord, he rec- and he loves them. Obviously, he He sees that the, there are devotees, and he befriends them. Then he sees there are foolish people who are ignorant of Krishna consciousness, and he is merciful. And the envious he sees also, he avoids them. So mercy flows down, but if we're socially in an uh, equal position to others, then it's very difficult to show compassion to others, even if we feel that to them. Therefore, another reason for the uh, hierarchy in the Varnashram system that's so much hated by propagators of democracy and socialism, another reason is that those who are better situated can help those who are low of such. So, for grihasthas who are mixed up for occupational reasons, they are mixed up with non-devotees. They are liable. They are likely to be compromised in their practices and their thinking. And to resist this tendency, they may become. Uh, Hard and hold toward the non-demotives. But neither of these alternatives are very conducive for Krishna consciousness. So an alternative is to come to the level of bhakti-yano-thako. Of course, it's not very easy for people to come quickly to the level of bhakti yano but they can at least keep him as their ideal. Another alternative is to seriously consider Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's advice Asatsangatiaga e Vaishnavata. Yeah, the uh, the behaviour of a Vaishnava is typified by avoidance of or, or rejection of the associ of bad association. Therefore, Adala uh, Sr. Prabhupada wanted to establish rural communities in which devotees could live simply as devotees without having to compromise with the materialistic way of life now we've all come together and we're having blissful kirtans and you may think well this is this is very good i'll have to wait for the next shravanam kirtanam camp to Engaging such kirtan again. But why not every day? If we're living with devotees, then we should have kirtan every day. So, uh, Savya Sachi Prabhu, who led last night's kirtan and again at Guru Puja this morning, is also uh, searching for land to make a rural project. In this area, this is especially for the Grihastha devotees so that they can leave behind their city existence and live simply with devotees and chant Hare Krishna. So, Grihastha devotees are invited to take part in this project. You can contact Savya Sachi Prabhu about how to be involved in that. There are many reasons for these projects. The main one, Srila Prabhupada said, is to save time for chanting Hare Krishna.
1: We're so busy that we
0: don't have time to chant Hare Krishna. Then we're spoiling our life. But unfortunately for many devotees, chanting their rounds is their only spiritual practice. And that they also just somehow or other cram it into the rest of their busy life. So Srila Prabhupada writes, one should organize his life in such a way that he can think of Krishna all the time. Sometimes it's said that it's very good for preaching if our devotees are in highly placed in materialistic society. Yeah, maybe that if they have time, they can also preach. Another form of preaching is for people just to say goodbye to materialistic society, And uh, live among devotees and be Krishna conscious. That's a much bigger statement to say that we want Krishna. We don't want your materialistic life, we don't need it. We're prepared to live on what Krishna gives us through Mother Nature. So that's very big preaching. (laughs) So, Prihastas can preach like this by. By showing the example of absorption in Krishna consciousness, even in Krimasama. It requires conviction and boldness, but without that, anyway we're not going to go back to Godhead. So everyone is invited to participate in these projects and chant Hare Krishna. Get on, get on. There's quite a few brahmacharis in Salem there expert in kirtan, radanga playing, singing. But uh, I saw us actually when I first went to Bangladesh in nineteen seventy nine. And I could go in any village and find plenty of people, starting from young boys about the age of eight, who were more expert in Rudanga than anyone I'd seen in the whole of Iskan previously. Now, many devotees all over the world have become more expert in kirtan techniques. But still, most of them only know one of these. Still, most of them, they don't, at least outside of India, they don't know this loaf of one tube. But I saw and heard in Bangladesh that so many experts in Radanga, kirtan, singing, uh, they may know dozens of these. There were no Brahmacharis in the whole country. These were all Krihastas. Oh, actually, there was one. There was Vivekananda Brahmachari. And he was the only Hindu preacher in the whole of Bangladesh before we went there. So his response from, to the competition was to elevate himself to the status of an avatar. He became an avatar. After we came there, he became an avatar. And then after that, we didn't hear anything about him. He emerged into the air or something. Anyway, my point is that this was... Uh, this culture, is not just this kirtan culture, it's not just meant for brahmachas, it's meant for everyone. People had time to perform kirtan. In fact, that's what they did. Even when evening comes, the women they blow the conch and do their ulu ulu and go around with the dhuna, Uh, smoke, they have the coconut uh, Uh What do you call it? You have the coconut husk and you put some uh, some nice smelling things, the sap of the tree. It's called frankincense in English. And uh, you light that and you go around and wave it here and there. It's very auspicious and it keeps the mosquitoes away also. And then after sundown there's no electricity, there's no electric lights, there's no TV, there's no computers, but there are madangas and cartels, people would chant. Mostly the men would play the instruments. But actually women can do also. Because we don't expect to see the women madly smashing the Madongas. They can also organize among themselves actually traditionally that would be in the middle of the day. After after the lunch then women would come together for mahila Sangam, mahila Satsangha. And among themselves they can sing and dance and play instruments and tell stories of Ramayana and all these things. <laughs> this is the transcendental alternative to soap operas. Who? Soap operas. Serials on TV? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I say I don't know. So, let us introduce this Kirtan culture. It's, for it's not just for devotees living in the temple. It's the culture is for everyone. Once uh, we went in a village near to Madaripur in Bangladesh. And there was a renowned Kirtaniya, Renowned, but he was old so he could no longer play He's had arthritis he could no longer play a very sweet and gentle soul I mean he been doing kirtan all his life <laughs> so he was giving some tips to the uh, devotees who were on our party and they, was, they were very respectful to him it was very nice exchange one family I used to stay with the whole family they all knew by heart all the songs of Bhakti he wrote, he wrote many songs. And if you include all the poems of Kalyan Kalpataru, then it's Kalyan Kalpataru, Sharanagati, Gita Mali, Gita Nala. Plus, there are more songs. Those are the known collections. But within his writings, just like in Jai Dharma, he's included more songs. So, many, many songs. Here. They knew them all by heart. That's how they raised their family. That's how they raise their children on the songs of Bhakti So those who are in family life, it's a difficult situation, no doubt. It's uh, more difficult for spiritual advancement than those who can fully concentrate without material entanglement. So um, they're trying, if you can, to live with devotees. Tanderacharana Shuli Bhakti Shanebas, Jana May Janamay Ayogimash this is the famous prayer of Narotanda, serving the lotus feet of the six gosh, living with devotees. This is these two things, this is my desire, birth after birth. birth. Um, I will have this birth after birth, birth. So we can live in a devotee community or at least live close to the Temples so uh, we can come regularly and join in the kirtan and classes and service and so on. But if we can't do either of those things, then at least somehow or other in our lives, have kirtan. Kirtan will save us. In, uh, yeah, in the early 1980s, I often had to uh, be in areas where I was alone or just with one or two devotees. So when I came to in Calcutta one time, I asked some devotees uh, uh, what should I do? It's difficult to be enthusiastic when, when you're just on your own and to have kirtan with just one, of, one or two devotees. And uh, Ani Deshivapur Prabhu, who's now Bhaktivita Purna Swami, related that he was in Hong Kong or somewhere, I think just with Trivikram Swami or some Swami, there just two of them in some very difficult preaching place. <laughs> Anir Desya That was his Brahmacharya name. He his sannyas name was long or his Brahmatrya name was long also? Anir Desya It's The name from the Vishnu Sanasrama. The Vishnu Sanasrama uh, who takes his body, whose body is not uh, under order from anyone else. In other words, he doesn't get a body according to the laws of karma. He is independent. So, Hani Deshiva Prabhupada said that he would offer the arati and Maharaj would lead the kirtan. And he'd be playing the kartals and jumping up and down. And he's still doing it. He's 70 years old. I was just with Trivigram Swami in Florida. Every morning and every evening he's there in kirtan, he's jumping, he's dancing. So, this kind of kirtan will keep us alive in Krishna consciousness. When we come together with many devotees it, it creates an atmosphere, there's no doubt. But uh, well actually if we chant we can we can invite all the demigods to come. They also like kyta. you like to do demigod worship, well Shiva Gada Goda, When there's gau then all the demigods come. So you perform kirtan. And you can invite all the demigods, and demigods come. Some local boons they might join in. There are plenty of living entities all around who we can not see. Some of the boons we can see also. I mean, the, some of the people in human bodies, the, you know, they're possessed by ghosts quite clearly. Bhuta <inaudible> H- means ghost. the same in Tamil. So uh, you know, we're not alone. When we do kirtan, and we remember all the acharyas, they all, what are they doing? Krishna, kirtana, dana, nātana, paro, they're all singing and dancing in krishna kirtan. So, whatever you do, wherever you go, chant Hare Krishna, this will save us. Even if we, uh, even if somehow we have to associate with non-devotees, then have kirtan regularly. That will keep us alive in Krishna consciousness. So the devotee has told me about it. Said he already has five or six kids. So with him and his wife, they already have a good kirtan team. So kirtan will save us. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Kirtan,
1: no, oh, no, not saying enough kirtan,
0: but we, uh, there has been plenty of kirtan this morning. Uh, and you managed to survive the one hour of Prabhachan, of speaking. Yeah. So now as a reward, it's time for prasad. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. All glories <laughs> to Srila Prabhupada.